Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years. Sometimes single stories, sometimes whole episodes. Keep in mind that years ago, people might have worded things differently than they would today. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, a story that Vanessa Ragland first shared on the podcast in February of 2012. Here's Vanessa now with a story we call My Crotch and the Night. This year, Halloween 2011, um, basically I had two big objectives this year and they were to remain in control and to have fun. <laughs> um, I have a history of if there's any day that's supposed to be a fun day or a special day, I completely blow it because I have no self-control. So I get really excited that the day's coming and I get accessories and I call everyone. And then the day of, I'm like bouncing around, bouncing around, drinking what anyone hands me. And then I wake up in a bathtub. Um, any bathtub, just love passing out in bathtubs. But when you get older, it's less cute and it's more just like, oh, she's got some issues. So this year, I decided I wanted to not have that many issues and to just have a fun, grown-up Halloween. And uh, my first step was to pick a traditional costume because usually I just wear a wig and like the biggest coat I can find and pick a really annoying uh, name and accent. And I've been Abigail Vanderhosen for four years. And she talks like this all night long. 
and she hides under people's beds and steals food. And I have so much fun, but nobody, nobody else does. She's universally hated. Um, it's so fun to go to a party and hide under someone's bed because eventually they will look for you. That's the thing. You, you will go missing at some point and then you can grab an ankle and go peekaboo. Um, and you could be, an hour's wait is enough for like the payoff of an ankle grab. Um, but not this year. This year I dressed up as a pinup girl, which is not like slutty. It's classically provocative, uh, like Debbie Reynolds. But really, the real reason I chose my costume was because I got to wear a leotard. And um, <laughs> not because I want to show off what's going on, but because I, it makes it really easy to believe my inner lie that I'm a dancer. Uh, <laughs> Because on Halloween, you can be whatever you want to be. I firmly believe that. And I'm really not a dancer. Um, when I was a little kid, I had a really beautiful older sister. I still have her, but it, we had a different relationship then. Um, and she was a ballerina, like a real one. And so my parents put me in ballet because I was begging. But that career ended when, in my first dance recital, my fat little belly popped my tutu off in a plie. <laughs> and... Uh, there's a video of it, it's the saddest thing. The whole class keeps dancing and I just turned around and did my dance routine facing the back wall. Um, tutu on the ground. And my parents then tried to encourage me to go into the arts and they put me in a pottery class, but I was like, no, it was just the wrong genre. Um, tap, tap, like I love baby take a bow. Um, so they put me in tap dancing lessons, but I could have been good at that, but I just don't have a grasp on what people do in their bodies and how that works. So my mom had to make these big stickers for my shoes that said right and left. And there's also a video of that recital where I think I do have good rhythm, but I just run into people because I have to look at my feet the whole time. Um, and now, as a grown-up, I go to Zumba like four times a week, <laughs> which is not okay for me. Um, it's really like a pedophile having a great view of a playground because it's like scratching near the itch, but it's, it's aggravating the issue. Um, uh, so I went to a grown-up party and it was at a person's house that they owned and no big deal. Um, <laughs> And they had like, it was gorgeous. There were twinkle lights and there was a stone patio that was set up as a dance floor. The whole thing was outside and there was a DJ and she was a girl. And I was so excited because I just knew we were gonna be best friends. Um, I was so sure of it though, cause she likes music, I like to dance. Like, oh, this will work out. So when, as soon as I got there, I just made a beeline because I was like, oh, this won't be hard for me. Um, Oh my gosh, hi, I'm so excited you're here and you're a girl, oh, I love DJs. And she goes, ah, that's cute. And I was like, oh no, um, so do you DJ a lot for stuff? Cause that's so cool. I just spin at parties or whatever. Uh, well the host told me you really like comedy and stuff. That's really neat. There are like three girls on SNL I can annihilate right now. Whoa, I know, she was so scary. But I kept being nice because I had an agenda. And I just really wanted her to play Digital Underground's Humpty Dance. <laughs> so bad, I love that song. And I had big plans for my moves. Um, but she did not like the idea. 
Uh, you really want me to play that? Well, I'll play it when and if the time is right. There's an art to this. She told me there was an art to it. We're at a Halloween party. Well, okay, but I was still really nice to her and I decided, you know what? I'm gonna just kill her with kindness. No matter what she plays, I'll just dance and dance. And for two hours, that was totally true. She played Kesha, I danced. She played house music that was just weird and I danced. And she played moves like Jagger at least three times. And I danced. Um, but then she did something really horrible. I think she put on something like Butterfly Kisses. I don't know if you know that song, but it's like Butterfly Kisses after bedtime prayers. It's not a dance song. And I was getting off the dance floor. I was like, okay, you, you got this one, Pocahontas. Oh, she's dressed up like Pocahontas. I don't know if I mentioned this. <laughs> And I still don't know her name. She's just that blonde Pocahontas. So I was getting off the dance floor and she was smiling because she thought she won. But really, I was excited because I had to pee. And this Butterfly Kisses song was like a hall pass. I don't care what I'm missing. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to scoot by the snack table, hit the bathroom, circle back, be back. And I was scooping my Tostitos full of guacamole. And this little bony hand grabbed my arm. And... I look and it's a woman in her 40s who is dressed as a sexy witch or she is a witch that has taken really good care of herself. Um, and she just looked at me with this earnest enthusiasm and she goes, oh, I've heard so much about you. And I am studying her. I can't place her or know anything about her, but I'm bad at people. I'm really good at dog faces. And I always remember dogs. I'm like, I met that guy. I know I walk on 4th Street. Um, cats, I'm okay at cats, but people, not good. Uh, but I just needed to dance and I need to pee, so I had to get it over with. And I thought, I'll speed this up. And I was like, oh my gosh, me too. I've heard so much about you. And then I was getting nervous. She was going to catch me in the lie. But it turned out she didn't really want to talk to me. She just needed something to hold on to and talk. And that was me. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. She kept holding on to my arm, and we learned a lot about each other. Uh, she was an old friend of the host of the party, and she hadn't seen him in a while, but a uh, Halloween party's a great way to reconnect, right? And I really was having to pee. And the only thing that I can do other than peeing to get me to stop needing to pee is this thing I made up in first grade, it's been a long problem, um, where I kneel down on one leg, and I, make a, I have this chant that goes, one, two, three, four, I don't have to pee no more. Five, six, seven, eight, you don't need to urinate. And then I hiss for four counts. I go, And I, if, it, if there's complete silence, I swear, that cures my bladder for at least an hour. But I can't do it in public around a sexy witch. So I knew that the only thing that I could do was just like muster up the courage to interrupt her and tell her. But then... What happened was kind of a perfect storm. Um, I was about, the words were on my lips, excuse me, I have to go to the restroom. I hate interrupting people and I hate letting people know that I need to pee, it's very personal. Um, but the Humpty Dance came on. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And I look over and there's Pocahontas smiling at me like the cat that ate the canary because she sees that I'm trapped. This woman has my arm. And I was so upset and overwhelmed. And I looked at Sexy Witch and I'm pulling my arm away. I got my arm free. And she just kept talking. And I was like, there's no way. I don't, I don't get to tell her. I just have to let this whole conversation happen to me. And I'm gonna miss the Humpty Dance. And here we go. Um, 
So I do what anybody would do in this situation. And remember, this is an outside party, and um, there's music, it's a dark. So I sort of take a Peter Pan stance, <laughs> and I make really intense eye contact with her, because I figure if we use locked eyes, she can't look anywhere else. I think that sexual predators should try this because it worked a, a great success with me. So I'm just looking at her real intensely and I reach down like I'm picking a wedgie and I was wearing thigh highs, not full tights. So when I scoop my leotard, there's nothing between my crotch and the night. And I, I scoot it over and I'm listening, I'm nodding, our eyes are entwined and I pee. And it felt so good. I felt like I was serving it to Pocahontas. I'm serving it to this lady. And for two seconds, I'm feeling high on life. Like, wow, I'm, I can do things. I don't care what I can't do. I can do this. And then I zoomed back into what was happening. And now, in the few seconds, literally, it was three seconds of joy that I had, she switched subjects so abruptly. She was talking about SIDS. SIDS about a dead baby her baby that was dead from SIDS and I don't know how she got there but it's really a vulnerable moment and she's staring at me and tearing up and I'm peeing and peeing and it felt like the most exposed moment of my life and then the Humpty Dance ends Sexy Witch has a silent tear rolling down her face and I pop my leotard back into position and I give her this long, intense hug because I feel like we really shared something. <laughs> and I was like, well, this is gonna be my party friend. You know, you make party friends and you just end up hanging out with them all night. Like, you're not gonna talk ever again, but this is good. So I'm hugging her like, oh wow, this just happened. And in the middle of our embrace, she spins away from me, because of where's Waldo is making his way up to the snack table. She grabs his arm and she goes, I've heard so much about you. I felt really, really used uh, and dazed. And I made my way back to the dance floor and Pocahontas smiled and put a little more moves like Jagger on, but I danced because I thought to myself, tonight I have made bathrooms where there were no bathrooms. <laughs> the witch is gone, and at least until tomorrow, I'm still a dancer. <laughs> the end. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.